Free to Talk Radio, home of the hip-hop backstories. This your boy, Fresh, and I got my partner in crime, Big Diesel. Big Diesel, where you at? Yo, what's up? Yeah, so our guest today is an upcoming artist out of Houston. He's a one-fourth member of the group, The Last Real Ones, and he just released a mixtape called Street Fame, and he's here to tell us about what he has going on, his projects, and everything else, etc. So let's give it up for Polo. What's up, Polo? What's going on? How y'all doing? Man, we cooling, man. So, hey, first of all, it's just yeah. good to have you on the show, man. And uh, glad you reached out to uh, to do an interview. And uh, just want to go ahead and get it going, man. So, first of all, where you from and what made you want to get into music? Uh, my friend was Louisiana. Um, I started getting into music um, dealing with my uncle because uh, he was a neighborhood DJ. Uh, his name was uh, DJ Scratcher Man. Yeah. And uh, my other uncle, his name was uh, DJ 603. So, you know, they used to rock out, like, the projects and the neighborhoods and everything else. And, you know, I used to be with them. And so that's how I picked up off music. But my um, grandpa, you know, he did uh, music, too, also. He was the singer. His name was Samuel Price. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, what type of music did he was singing? Uh, he had made a song called Life is a Bee. Oh, okay. Uh, curse oh, on okay. you? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, he made a song called Life is a Bitch, and uh, he was a singer. And that was in the, uh, I think that was in the 60s or the 70s. Oh, okay. Cool. So what what part of New Orleans that you from? Um, I'm from um the downtown area. I'm um off D block. They call it uh D block, but the real name is uh Dumain Street. Oh, okay. So um what what was it like uh coming up well as far as the music goes, what was the music scene like when you was growing up in that era? Uh, it was, it was like dealing with like a lot of old school rappers like UNLV and stuff. I grew up listening to, uh, you know, Big Boy, uh, G Slim and Ghetto Twins and all them. I grew up in that era. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I tell a lot of people about Big Boy Records, man. They, they, everybody know about No Limit and uh, Cash Money, but I'll be telling people about Big Boy Records, you know, they... They was in the uh, the top three there, and it's just a shame that they just got lost in the shuffle over the years. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how did you meet Big Rick? How did y'all hook up? And Yeah, well, we uh, grew up together. We've been uh, cool since, you know, Alba Wicker. From Alba Wicker to uh, Roger School, you know, we stayed around two blocks from each other. So, you know, basically... We used to uh, go to the same schools. We used to help each other with um, homework, and, you know, after school, we used to, you know, play and stuff, and I used to come on his block. He used to come on my block. Basically, that's my brother. We one right. year apart. Okay. So what what was that defining moment, man, that just made you want to just get into it? You was like, okay, this is it, man. I'm, I'm going to rap. I'm going to do music. Well, basically, me and Rick, we started rapping at first, and then after that, later on, my mother, she moved on St. Philip Street, 
it's still in the six water that's across the street from Peter Clear, but later on um I hooked up with um my partner Black, his real name Kennedy, and my other partner um named Jody. So all us we used to rap together. But our group was called a robbery clique, you know, that was before the storm. Right. And you know, we used to rap off home homeschool mixtapes and you know, all us used to you know, like just take turns and rapping and everything and you know, feel the sound and you know, see how our flow gonna come out and everything. Right. Okay, so um Yeah, I remember we was talking to Ben, you said that it was some some people that they got at you along along the way though. Yeah, wanted to edify on them a little bit. Yeah, I want to um, give a shout-out to my uh, partner, um, well, my brother also, Free Money Sap. You know, he taught yeah. me the ropes. He taught me, like, everything that I needed to know, like dealing with my ball count, you know, because when I was writing my balls, I used to write them in a paragraph. But he showed me, he said, um, Polo, this is how you do it. You write your balls, like, in numbers. And so he had a, a single. He told me, was like, well, I want you to jump on this single, you know, and the single was Drew Brees. And, um, you know, we rehearsed that for months, you know, and we uh recorded it right down Magazine Street. And, um, you know, it came out perfectly. You know, he was always on me, you know, telling me, you know, I'm going up with the paper, nothing, you know, memorizing, keep memorizing, you know, until you get it on point. And once you get it on point, then we're going to go. And so when I was ready, you know, we went up in there and did our thing. Okay, and uh, so when did the the group, the last real ones, come together? And can you tell us about each member in the group? Okay, well, um, he had got started from my uh, brother Rick. He had came up with the group, and um, well, just like I said, me and Rick, we've been tight, and um, you right. know, he met my other two partners from me, and so, well, my other partner, um, Kenneth. Me and him, you know, stayed on St. Philip after I moved off Dumaine Street. Me and him stayed next door from each other. And my other partner, um, Jody, he stayed, like, on the corner of St. Philip Street. But uh, those two, they stay in um, Arkansas. And so we still keep in contact with each other until this day. Okay. Yeah, and, and I see that you did a mixtape called Street Fame, man. We had a chance to sit down and listen to it, man, and can you tell us about the mixtape? Uh, well, yeah, I had did the mixtape uh, two years ago. I'm still promoting it. Um, My producer uh, was Dash Money. Um, He's an uh, engineer and he's a rapper also. You know, um, he did a hit with me called War. He also did a... Uh, um, another hit with me called um, Free Sap. That's the song I made about my brother. But he's incarcerated right now, so he'll, he'll be out next year. And um, he had did the hook for me and everything. I got a lot of hits on that. I got um, another hit called Riding Around My City. And um, I got, I think I got like 14 tracks on there. Then I got another um, song on there where I'm rapping off the Eric and Rakim beat. The Eric being Rakim beat. Um, the period yeah. full, yeah. I heard that one, yeah. And I got another song called Dark Side also. Okay. So, um, is you in the works with, uh, is you 
in the pro in the in the lab doing any more mixtapes or is you working on an album? Uh, I'm working on a mixtape called uh, Street Dreams. I have a single called Let's Go, Let's Roll that was also produced by Dash Money. Okay. And uh, and uh, it's a real hot beat, dude. Because I got like a lot of people that do beats for me. Um, this other guy he do beats. Um, his name is uh Kinko Brothers. Uh, he's from uh. I think he's from uh yeah he's from Italy and um you know I get a couple of beats from him and you know I tell him what kind of beats I want he send it through me and I he send it to me and I you know pay it through PayPal or whatever and you know whatever beats I like on his catalog I tell him and you know he uh send it to me. But uh, yeah. I first started getting beats from um my partner, um, Mo Fetty, because I was dealing with him also, and uh, he showed me the ropes, like, dealing with, um, you know, going with the flow and, you know, practicing also, because that's who um, my partner um, introduced me to, Free Money Step. That's his cousin. And, um, you know, I had told him my problem or whatever like that, and he told me, was like, well, bro, I'm going to have to be hard on you. And um, he was like, and this is for a purpose. So um, once I be hard on your body, you know, you're going to learn and, you know, you're going to do everything you're supposed to do. And so once I started following that path, I started learning and, you know, I just started being more consistent with my style or whatever like that. And, you know, I started finding myself. And once I found myself, you know, I just started taking my time with every punchline. Right. And see, that that's one thing that I had wanted to, to bring out too because, while I was listening to the mixtape, yeah. one thing that that I really noticed you got a you got a distinct voice, and that see that's one of the things that I, I had always liked in in hip hop. Somebody that got that raspy standout voice, you know, because yeah. you know listening to you, it kind of put me in mind of uh, like uh, low life from 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 the Phil Four Boys. I and, think uh, I heard him. I heard of football boys, but I haven't heard of his name. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just just check him out, man, and you know, just listen how he carry his voice and his lyrics, man. And it's, you know, it, it's almost like a comparison now, you know, because yeah. when when I heard that, that's what it put me in mind of, and and then uh, a G to a key, you know, he 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 got a raspy voice, but he he's more of a tongue twister. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, when when I hear that, man, it, that that's who you put me in mind of. I think about the the, the, the raspy, deep, standout voices. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you just, you know, you keep keep rolling with that, man, and that's, you know, that, that'll be the key for you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And so, um, is it is it anything is it in the other projects that you're doing like uh, anything on the side anything outside of music? Oh uh, well, um, me and my partner Big Rick, we working on a song called Time. Uh, okay. We have the cover and everything for it, and uh, we got the hook and everything, but we didn't lace it yet. But uh, once we lace it, we are gonna send you a copy of that. T-shirts, posters, all that. We got you. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, Big Diesel, anything you... Oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and the hook goes like this. Time, time. I feel like I'm running out of time. Time. I feel like I'm in the last days of time. Time. 
That's why I focus on my grind, grind, until the end of time, time. That's the hook right there. Okay, yeah, that's what's up, Jay. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it, man. So, like I say, as soon as y'all get it done, man, I'll, I'm all open for it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Big Diesel, you got something you want to ask, man? Yeah, I was just going to say, I like your voice also, man. Uh, you know, I can't wait to hear, you know, some of your projects that you have out there. Uh, Fresh just introduced us all to you, you know, and that's one thing we do is uh, we introduce each other to new music because we're all from different regions of the United States. And Fresh um, uh, is repping hard for you guys down there, down south, because he's he introduced us to some real good music coming out of there. But I was going to ask you, how did you get your name, Polo? Uh, well, a friend of mine had gave me the name um, a couple of years ago. Um, my partner named Brian, who I used to work with, told me that name fit me, so and, uh, I just took it and ran with it. Oh, okay. Now, what kind of music did you grow up listening to? Like your parents when you were when you were a little kid, what they play in the house? Uh, well, I grew up listening to Tupac, uh, Biggie, Nas, The Locks, uh, A Ball, MJG. Um, three six mafia, UGK, a lot of artists, Soldier Slim, um, BG, the Hot Boys, Lil Wayne, mostly everybody in the South, and uh, mostly uh on the East Coast also, and some of the West Coast. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you looking to sign with any record labels anytime soon? Uh no, I'm trying to do everything depend. I mean, I'm trying to do everything independent. But um, if I do decide to get a record deal, I'm gonna try to give me a distribution deal. Okay, yeah, that, that's the that's the best thing you could do right there. And uh, my last my last uh my last question is like, what advice would you give uh, a younger person who wants to jump in the game right now? You meet a young artist, he just just starting out, never, you know, even performed or anything. What kind of, what kind of, as uh, you see, he's just about to start fresh. What kind of advice would you give that young person? I would just tell him, you know, if that's his dream, you know, just to stay consistent with it and, you know, be original and, you know, don't be like nobody else, you know, learn the business side. If you don't know it, you know, go to the library and get a book and read about it. If not, just ask somebody. But, your best option is to, you know, read and learn more about it because it's more than rapping. It's about the business side. It's about, you know, getting your copyrights. It's about, you know, grinding because you can't sit on your butt without grinding. I you heard know? that. I heard that. That's true. And uh, now, if you guys ever get a chance to come to the Chicago area, I know Team Entertainment. We interviewed them, Team Entertainment. They're uh, they they do like seminars and uh, different things where they help artists get their money. Where basically what Side from Cycle Drummer said was he wanted to stop industry abuse, and that's the whole reason why people are trying to go independent in the first place because mm-hmm. industry abuse is is one of the worst things out there. You know, they they take these young kids and they think that they're doing something, they think they're signing something, they go double platinum and only get 15 grand, if that. 
they 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 can't leave because you just signed your name away. So you you can yep. leave, but we keep your name. Yeah, oh yeah, that that game is dirty. I do not blame you for wanting to go independent, but at least we know the game now. And so there's there's other older people out there uh, helping younger people to um, overcome this obstacle. Yep. So then all they're looking at is the money. They're not looking at you know what you got to do to get that money. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like this. If they give you the money, you got to work hard to get that money. I'd rather do everything independent where everything come to me. I know people that do posters. I know people that do T-shirts. I know people that do uh, graphics and everything. And I know people that press up CDs or whatever. But the thing is, it takes money to make money. If you don't want to sit up there and, you know, get in the business or whatever like that and you don't want to spend no money, you'll never get nowhere where you need to get at. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, well, you gotta. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the lessons that that's been learned by some of the older casters. You can't cut any corners, and even the ones that are gonna help you. Say we help you. You know what you gotta do, but you gotta go to a good studio and get. Don't take no shortcuts on the production, and um, don't take any shortcuts. Uh, when I when I first started selling CDs, I went to George's Music Room. George's Music Room has a whole bunch of standards. You can't just walk into George's music room and say, I made a CD, could you sell it? You got to have it wrapped in paper. You just got to have a professional photograph on the front and the back. The back has to have a barcode and it has to be wrapped in plastic. And it yep. can't be, when, when you when you open it up, it can't just be uh, a, a, like a Maxell CD that you recorded, the guy from Walgreens. It's got to, the CD has to have cover on it. So, you know, I, I think some of these uh, stores in the hood that set the standards high to make people go back and, and say, okay, well, we can't cut corners here. We can't cut corners there. We can't cut corners anywhere. If we're going to do this. We may as well get do it right. Because yep. cause like with me, this is what I do. See, like, for instance, I burn my CDs on my own off a laptop. And, you know, I get them away, but the ones I press up, I sell them, but the thing is, it about is about your mouthpiece and how the way you present yourself. If you present yourself wrong, they're not gonna listen to you. But if you present yourself right, they're gonna listen to everything you have to say. And I've been doing that for a minute. There you go. I'm all for that. Well, hey, Dave, Dave, thanks for uh, thanks for answering my questions, bro. No problem, bro. Anytime. Yeah, so you want to give any shout-outs, man? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to my brother, Free Money Sap. You know, he locked down with it. I want to give a shout-out to my uh, my bro, Rick. I want to give another shout-out to uh, my partner, um, K9, my partner, Black, my other partner, uh, Jody, also, and everybody that helped me get where I need to get it, and also Dash Money, too. And shout-out to you, too, um, homie. Shout out to your old radio station, bro. I love y'all. Appreciate that, yeah. bro. Appreciate that love, bro. So it's all good, man, because that that's what we all about, man. This basically this day and age, man, it's just all about forming a coalition. <laughs> you know, just yep. having one just having one big family, man, because right about now, basically the majors, they're on their way out the door, man, and the power is coming back to the independent artists. Yep. 
Yep. Everybody needs yep. to stick together, bro. And it's hard for blacks to stick together, bro. The Mexicans can stick together, and the Vietnamese can stick together too, bro. But it'd be hard for blacks to stick together. But, like, down here, it's hard to get support, bro. That's why you got to keep on pushing. If somebody tell me no, that's more motivation for me, bro. If somebody tell me I can't do something, that's motivation for me. Because, like, a lot of people was telling me, like, you know, when I first started rapping, they were telling me, well, you can't do this, you can't do that. So the same people that told me that, bro, every time they listen to my music, like whether on SoundCloud or SPIF or Audio Mac or whatever like that, they'd be like, man, you be spitting that flame. But once before, you told me I couldn't do that. Back in the G, you told me I couldn't do that. Now I'm here to prove them wrong, bro. We're kicking in doors. We're going to do what we got to do. What do you so, uh, I was, I, I did hear some of what you had on that, Piff. Where do you get your beats? Uh, I get my beats from Kiko Brothers. I get them from my other partner, um, K9. Also, I get my beats from uh, Morfetti and Cup Master Slim. Okay. And I met him through my uh, bro Rick. You know, he gave me his number. You know, I talked up, I talked with him, chopped it up with him. You know, I let him know what kind of beats I need to fit my voice. He told me, got me. You know, I got a couple of them from him. You know. I always keep him on deck, though. I let him know what I need because sometimes, you know, he'll tell me to spit something and he'll pick the same beat that I spit something off and he'll make it fit my voice. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And you got to spit that venom while you're listening to that. Oh, yeah, man. And, uh, because I guess I could, I could see you really going far, maybe, because, like I said before, you got that voice that just makes you stand out. Real talk, I appreciate it. You said the same thing my bro said, Rick, bro. He said you got yeah. that voice, bro. He was like, most people don't have it, but you got it. Yeah. And a lot of stuff you be telling me, you be telling me, bro, you know, a lot of stuff you doing, bro, you got to let me check it out, you know. Half of the time I let my bro check it out, you know, before I send it out. And it's vice versa with him, too, you know. Sometimes it's better to have a second opinion on anything. Yeah, it's always good to have an independent ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Real talk. All right, so, all right, so before we head on out of here, man, you want to you wanna bust a freestyle for us? Ain't no problem, bro. Ain't no problem. All right, here you go. Welcome to the trenches where everybody paper don't stack right. You still do everything that you can to get your money right. If that money can't speak English, it wouldn't sound right. That money need an uplift to speak right. I know when I get where I belong, then my money right. Then my money get back low, then my grind tight. I can't ask a nigga for shit. I'm on my own flight. I go by codes. I know if something don't sound right. I got to cut off some of my expenses. It's a hard fight. It's immaterial things. It's a weakness when you're on your grind, right? Whatever's in the dark comes to the light. Even at night, a nigga shine bright. I got a lot of confidence and pride that I hold tight. Every bar's a torch. When that pen right, I see nothing but space and opportunity when I go right. Young man, use your own style. Never copy my sound bite. You heard me? That's me there. Yeah, All right. Man, that's, yeah, that's what's up, man. All right. Y'all felt gonna... that? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's cause, what's up, uh, bro. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to finish uh, wrapping up. Because I'd have heard your whole mixtape. There's only two songs that I have to finish listening to. It's the last two. Because usually what I do, 
when I was while I was listening to your mixtape, I was playing it while I was in the gym because I had downloaded it on my phone. Yeah, and so up. yeah, yeah. So while I was while I was on the treadmill, man, I was uh I had it going on, and I was I'm gonna just listen to the last two. As soon as we as soon as we get off. Yeah, cause I got all kind of different styles, bro. I had to learn that when I found myself, cause what I was saying to myself, you know, like when I was you know rapping and you know having moments to myself, I was saying, well, I gotta have all kind of styles. You know, I can't just rap nothing street all the time. It got to be a song about the women. It got to be a song about your life, you know. It got to be street songs, club songs, all that. It just got to be good all around the board. Oh, yeah, because I tell everybody, me and Big Diesel, we talked about this too. You know, sometimes you don't even have to – some artists who I, who I ran into, they'll say, man, I, I don't do – too much rapping no more because I like to rap about everything I do and I haven't been doing much and I'll be like look if you're an artist it's like you're an author you telling yep. the story you you literally yep. don't have to be doing everything you're rapping about yep true yeah you yeah you could just simply look at an article in the newspaper get an yep. inspiration and boom there you go you got a song already that's just like yep. with me there's a lot of stuff that I rap about that I see a lot of stuff, you know, I went through or whatever like that. Just like the song about Free Money Sap. That's a true story. That's a true story about me and my bro. We did, we did a song We did a song together. You know, we did stuff on stage together. You know, we had good times and we had bad times. That's why I named the song Free Money Sap because it's all about him. Good times right. and bad times. Yep. Right. Okay. And, uh... Yeah, and the wall song, you know, I mix that with like, you know, a street version and you know, telling the story. I wrapped that all in the one. I was on like some nice shit on there. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like a different variety. And a lot of people like that. Especially on um, music number one. You know, I'd be grinding sharing that. If I'm not doing that, I'm passing out CDs, getting them pressed up, bro. Doing what I right. gotta do, bro, to make it out here. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what's up, man. So, um, so where where can everybody reach you? At? Yeah, they can reach me on Facebook at Jamel Brown, and also they can reach me at um JB Six Domain at Gmail dot com, and also they can reach me at five zero four two four eight six seven zero one. That's my direct line. So when they pick it up, I'm gonna say hello. You know, not by Polo, by Jamel. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, that's me, bro. I did. Okay, so, all right. That's it for Graffiti Target Radio, everybody. And uh, Polo, appreciate you coming on the show, man. And, uh, you know, anybody want to hear the interview, just go on our website, www.graffititalkradio.net. Peace, bro. I love y'all. I'm going to hit you up, bro. We're going to talk about uh, me sending all that to you, bro. I'm going to get your uh, email and your address, man. All right, cool. I'm going to shoot all that to you. I got you, right, When I'm in Chicago, I'm going to come holler at you. One.